looking out the window right now, watching all this snow. Looking good, looking great, looking fresh air. Yeah, I want to thank my people for coming in and chiming in on me and listening to me while I sit here and marinate on my thoughts. Maybe some of y'all can help me with my thoughts. Give me your opinion, what you think about it, how you feel. All you got to do is just come on in and holler at me and let me know. So, you know, I got a lot of information I like to know. I'm not here to start nothing. I'm not here to begin nothing. And I ain't even here for no drama. I'm just here to learn. Just here to learn. And just here to learn. But I want to thank all y'all for coming in. Y'all take care and have a blessed day. And peace. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. I'm just trying to make. And I'm an island boy. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. And I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make. And I'm an island boy. I'm gonna keep it like an island boy. These streets keep calling me. They don't want me to leave the life behind. Staring at the stars, wishing I had the time. Well, my kids need food and my girl needs me. Sometimes I dream that I'm finally free So baby, don't play me, I ain't no toy I'm a prisoner here, but I still make noise And I'm a child that I'm bowing with all my boys I'm a street kid now, but one day I'll be an island boy I'm just trying to make it, I'm an island boy Island boy, I'm an island boy Another. That ain't no holocaust. That ain't no holocaust. And that only lasted four years. The whole German occupation was four years. What about our occupation? Yes, and I can prove it. And I can prove it. What if I can prove it? What if I can prove it? But wait a minute. I said I could prove it. Wait a minute. Here's your chance to make a fool out of me. Here's your chance to make a fool out of me. You know why he won't hear me? You know why he won't hear me? Because he cannot handle the truth. Now listen. Here's the chance to knock me off my my bullet. Here's the chance to make me a liar. Here's the chance to make a fool out of me. I say God is a racist, and I say I can prove. Now here's a chance to shut me down. You see how you don't want to hear it? You know why? You know why? Because he's a racist. And you know who he's a racist against? He's a racist against his own people. He's a racist against his own people. Anytime you won't hear that God is in your favor and not in the white man's favor, you hate your own. But I'm going to show it to him anyway. I'm going to show it to him anyway. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That's a lie. Any black or Hispanic person that says they love all people but does not fight for the blacks and Hispanics that's oppressed and in prison and on drugs, then you're a liar. Because white people, white people don't have a million white people in prison, but there's a million black people in prison. So if you love white and black, then you would be trying to fix the problem with the blacks in prison. But you don't love black people. The only time you're ready to stand up is when somebody talk about the dirty, stinking white man. Then you gotta be. Then you wanna be heard. Then you wanna shout. 
Then you want to protest. You get high all week. But the minute somebody come along and say the white man is a goddamn devil according to God, then you, now you ready to be a black activist. You are trained a dog. That's what you are. You like Fido. Come here, boy. Roll over. Yes, master. We teach blacks, Hispanics, and Native Indians to separate from America. We teach blacks, Hispanics, and Native Indians to stop smoking weed. Stop loving whores. You, you see what you see on Instagram and on Facebook and black women and Hispanic women half naked? Stop loving those whores. That's what we teach black men. We also teach black people to stop celebrating Christmas. Stop celebrating Easter. Stop celebrating the culture of America who has raped Because what the brother was going in was the love of his his tribe, the tribe of Issachar, of the Mexicans, who America hates. And the question is, why do why do they hate Mexicans so much? Are Mexicans the only immigrants? They are not the only immigrants. But for some reason, the United States government targets Mexicans. Mexicans are at the border and immigration detention centers. Meanwhile, agents don't have have a green card. Meanwhile, other nations, nationalities can come in here and don't get pressed. But Hispanics get pressed. And you know why they get pressed? Like the brother was bringing out, it's because they're the children of God, man. We teach blacks, Hispanics, and Native Indians to separate from America. See fam, most of the people want to get upset because the truth is coming out, man. And people and how people, well, why he had to say it so strong like that? America said a lot of stuff strong than you. And they ain't feel no type of way. So why you feel a type of way when these brothers on the street telling y'all who y'all are, why y'all in this position, and who is your enemy? And we always want to get up in an uproar. We want to get in our feelings, and we want to always defend um, another nation other than defending our, our nation. This is what I be talking about, y'all. You know, fam, this is what I be talking about. When I always be saying, uh, everybody talk about, look at this, everybody, all the other nations, they worry about every other nation, but they don't even worry about the nation that been enslaved for 400 years. This is why we continue being like this. You know, Martin Luther King spoke like this. Harry Newton and the Black Panthers spoke like this. Malcolm X spoke like this. Farrakhan spoke like this and continued speaking like this. And other, other national black um, leaders that's truly true to their game speaks like this so in the 60s and the 50s they were speaking like this but now when 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 now see back then in the 60s and the 50s they were speaking like this to the black man and the black woman and the black man and the black woman knew it was some kind of truth to it because they see it in their reality 
They see how rough and rugged um, racism is and how crooked and wicked the non-pigmentation man and non-melanated woman is. This is why these brothers be going out here. The Bible said cry aloud. Spare not their feelings. Tell my people about their transgression. See, these brothers going out here crying aloud, sparing none of y'all feelings, and telling y'all about y'all transgression, who y'all are, and what y'all supposed to do. But we want to defend somebody else other than defend the nation that the Most High appointed us to. So we always going through all this rigmarole, these crafty councils, and everything. We already... We ought to be sitting back saying, okay, we the true children of God, right? We should be saying that land over there that the Most High had took for our own for us is Canaan. Right? So, the enemy shouldn't be Me and my brother, me and my sister, me and my elders, in my nation, well, it shouldn't be like that. How come black man and black woman is not so passionate about getting our land back over there in Israel and getting our identity back? Why is they not so passionate about that? But they always passionate about wickedness. That's why I tell y'all, the Willie Lynch, that Willie Lynch ladder, did a doozy on some of these Negroes out here. So we gonna understand. I be giving y'all the history of the people that say they are Jews, but do lie. Revelation 3 and 9, Revelation 2 and 9, Titus 1, 14 and 15. Does Israel have the right over the land of Palestine as they claim? Let us go back to 3,000 years ago. The year is 2000 BC. The land is called Canaan. And who are the Canaanites? They are the indigenous people of the land and the ancestors of Arabs, more precisely Lebanese and Palestinians nowadays. This is the same time when Abraham, the father of the three monotheistic religions, migrated from Haran to Canaan. Fast forward 200 years, Jacob also known as Israel, the son of Isaac's son of Abraham was born and had children known as the children of Israel. Until this point in time, no kingdom was established and they are only considered as tribes, and the land is still called Canaan, but controlled by Egypt. Around 1500 BC, Prophet Moses came and tried to enter Canaan with the children of Israel, but failed. After Moses, Joshua came and lived in Canaan with the Israelites and many prophets after him, such as David and Solomon. This was around 1000 BC, and the kingdom was called the Kingdom of David and Solomon, who ruled with Jerusalem as its capital. After the death of King Solomon, around 800 BC, the kingdom split into many parts, mainly the northern as the kingdom of Israel and the south as the kingdom of Judah. 
In 721 BC, the Assyrian Empire conquered the northern state and destroyed ten Jewish tribes and left the southern state with the capital Jerusalem and only two tribes left. But the year 587 BC, the king of Babylon, attacks the remaining two tribes and destroyed the temple of Solomon. Who was the two, who was the two tribes, y'all? Because you heard the crowd that counts when he's talking about Jewish. Because the Jewish people don't even know it, 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 who, who, what tribe the Jewish people in? If the if, if the Caucasian man is Jew is in our tribe, so it's thirteen tribes. Arthur Kozar said there is no thirteen tribe. Right. So these are the crafty councils I want y'all to catch on to. When he's saying Jewish, red flag. Jewish state. Where is the Caucasian man? The Caucasian man was in Europe. That's his land. So watch out for all these crafty councils that he be saying, y'all. And he telling y'all when, 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 when this is the history of how we failed. When he talking this, y'all, black man and black woman in America, um, Latino man and Latino woman in America, is 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 Judah and Jerusalem. And and Native Indian and Native Indian woman. This is our this is what the the, the thing is. And young folks out there that listening, this is your history right here, man. This is your land right here. This is the land that the Most High appointed us to. You see that he said Moses tried to go into Canaan, but they failed. Why? Because these clowns, when the Most High um, got these clowns out of Egypt, all they did it was all this wicked. First they went and got a golden calf, and all they did was question the Most High. And the Most High said, you don't even deserve it right now. That's why he had them clowns going in there and circles and circles and circles. And then you already know it was our land because David. The land is David in Jerusalem. The land was already there. See, they already they always try to cut a little meat off. And try to leave some of the meat on, but cut the main portion of it off so you won't understand it. The Persian Empire took over the land around 530 BC and allows the Israelites to live in Jerusalem and rebuild the temple. They lived there under the Persians until Alexander the Great conquered the land. Fast forward to 50 BC. He said when Alexander the Great conquered the land. I ain't gonna let y'all slip on that. Who was Alexander the Great? The first Caucasian man to bring all Caucasian together, right? And when he did, the Bible said that the world was quiet. Meaning he ruled everybody. Nobody could co compete. This is how the, the Caucasian man starts slowly being in his rulership. The non-pigmentation man started. This is his time his era started. Then comes the Romans conquered the land. Around this time, Jesus was sent to the Israelites, but they didn't accept him and claim. See, now you said, you already said, he said the Romans conquered the land. Who is the Roman? The Caucasian man and the Caucasian woman? The non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman. So you and then Herod, he skipped it, 
when Jesus was born, Herod was looking for him to kill him. About the three wise men, he asked him to go find him. Who is Herod? A Caucasian man. So how's a Caucasian man is over our king? Because you already said they over, overthrew our government. Why is this, y'all? Why, why is the point of this, y'all? Again, our forefathers didn't want to do what the Most High told us to do. So now this right here is happening. The prophecy is happening. See, y'all ain't even looking at the book as the prophecy. And I was sitting back here marinating this morning about this book. And I, uh, we've already been through living. We already been through a whole lot of these prophecies. And the main thing is y'all don't even know what the prophecies are. To make sure be like, damn, this book is telling the truth. Deuteronomy 28, that prophecy came fulfilled. Right? This prophecy that with the, the, the shower what happening now. Nations against nation. The mark of the beast, chipping your arms. See, all that was when I was a young, when I was a young guy. All this wouldn't, this this was all a prophecy. And these prophecies are being fulfilled. The Euphrates River dried up. See, all these prophecies, what book says something on 10 years, 100 years ago, and now these things are coming to pass? Because once our forefather dropped the ball, twice the Most High, Brought Jesus Christ, Yahweh Shah, to bring us back to his bosom. Three, now the Most High got to get us back into leadership. Ruling the world. But we ain't ready. We still crafts within ourselves. The Most High said we wicked. The Most High said we stubborn. So if the most high know who we are and he, he, he because he's been dealing with us, but we always want to blame everybody else. That they killed him. The Israelites tried to revolt against the Romans, but failed and many were killed. So they fled all around the empire. Around the year 300 to 400 CE, Christianity became dominant and Jews were prosecuted because they killed the God of the Christians, according to them. Around 600 CE Islam came and the second Khalifa Omar Ibn al-Khattab. You got here. He said the Jews, you see, you, you heard this y'all. Christianity start developing strong. Christianity, white supremacy start developing strong. And you know, we already had our culture and we already had other people migrating still in the culture still doing what the Most High said to do. But when you go to the apocryphy, you know, those kingdoms say, if you see them doing this and that, if they don't stop, kill them. Most of them got killed. The rest of them just applied with, applied, applied with the crafty council. And this is what we got now. They applied with the crafty council because they were scared. But it ain't the point of what we're scared because we was going through this curse of the Most High. Because our forefathers didn't do what they're supposed to do. So this is what the little history is, young fellas. 
Let's analyze. Tab conquered Jerusalem, and the Jews welcomed the Muslim in hope of better conditions. And for the first time in history, Muslims, Christians, and Jews lived together in peace. This is what we now know as the start of the Golden Age for Jews. Around 1099 CE, the Crusaders took over Jerusalem and massacred every Jew they came across. In 1187 CE, Sultan Salah al-Din al-Ayyub... See, I don't want y'all to keep this slipping. I don't want y'all to be slipping on this. When he's saying Jew, he's saying Judah. Jew. He's talking about our people. He's talking about our forefathers. This is the 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 this is the story of our forefathers. So when he said they do this to the Jew, they did it to they doing this to our people, y'all. This is what y'all don't realize. He takes back the city and invites the Jews back again to live in peace with Muslim and Christian once again. All of this changed after the First World War, when the Ottomans lost the city of Jerusalem. The land was called Palestine, and the British for some reason promised to give it to Zionists, even though it doesn't belong to them. The Zionist movement then started prosecuting Palestinians and building illegal settlements after the Palestinians welcomed the Jews that were running from the prosecution all over the world. Since then, the invaders also knows as Israel keep expanding and taking over Palestinian territory, claiming it's their right even though the Palestinians are the indigenous people and their ancestors are the Canaanites, who were there even before Abraham, let alone Jacob, the father of Israelites. If you watch this far, it means that you are human enough to do some research about what is happening today in the war where hundreds of children are killed and not just believe the massive propaganda scheme pushed in the mainstream media by the Zionist apartheid state. I wish that you are honest enough to be just and chose the correct side from history. See fam, these are the things that America, America's school system don't teach y'all. These are the things that we should know, but we don't know. They dumbed us down so much that we can't even see reality. They dumbed us down so much that we hate each other. They dumbed us down so much that we allow them to continue their wickedness. Horsemen of the apocalypse it's not that phrase is not in there, but you know what I'm talking about. You need a red horse. Check this out, everyone. Let's talk about Mr. O'Brien. Can you raise the volume, Asha, Bubba Shah? Let's talk about Mr. O'Brien himself, his behavior. As everybody knows, and it's here in the last time, him and I kind of had a back and forth. Uh, appreciate your demeanor today. It's quite different. But after you left here, you got pretty excited about the keyboard. In fact, you tweeted at me. One, two, three, four, five times. And let me read what the last one said. Um, it said, greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself. And my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. 
fraud always has been, always will be. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me, any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Big no, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every pull. No, no, sit down. Oh, Eric, sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? This hold is it. Hold it. If hold we can, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. This is a hearing. Bernie Sanders trying to get order in there. This is the upper house of Congress. You know how much power a senator has in America? A congressman has less power than him. This is the upper house of... And in the UK, this would be the equivalent of the House of Lords in the UK. This cat has so much power, so much prestige, and they're about to fight each other. Why? Who has, who has my preset? Because the spirit of war is loose. They're fighting on the streets of New York, tearing down. Give me some more video. Give me all the videos as fast as you can. They're tearing down the uh, 30th uh, Grand Central Station. Right here, sir. Check, keep read until he gets it, uh, Levi. Come out of what come. Revelation chapter 6, verse Three And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see, verse 4. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given him, power was given to him that sat there on to take peace from the earth. To take what from the earth? Peace from the earth. To take what from the earth? Peace from the earth. Senators are going to fight each other. They're not going to even understand why they're doing it. They're going to just feel the intense feeling to punch somebody in the face at a congressional hearing, at a senatorial hearing. People out on the street are going to feel this. Play the video. Yes, sir. One more time to take what peace from the earth we're in the last days this is a biblical prophecy that we have prayed for because we read it in the bible and it's happening now no one wants peace peace is gone no one wants it give me give me whatever else you have keep going and that they should kill one another that's gonna happen and there was given unto him a great sword Boy, they're going to have the ability. They're going to have the desire and the ability to get rid of peace.
This is a demon, a spirit that's on the run. And it's not just in the Ukraine. It's not just in Palestine. It's in Washington, D.C., on the streets and in Congress. Everywhere it's going to happen. What do you have for me? Anything? I have this right here, sir. Go ahead. The brothers didn't have any questions that I missed. It was an attack on a police lieutenant in the Bronx. Two men are now facing charges, including assaulting a police officer. Investigators say the lieutenant was attacked at the 238th Street subway station last night. The suspects took off before eventually being caught. Police say two groups were fighting when the officer stepped in. A box cutter, razor, and knife were allegedly recovered. A police source giving us this image of the injured officer who suffered facial lacerations, but is reportedly going to be okay. That's a White Plains Road, right? 238. Listen, they're not running from this. That's over. They're done with that. That's biblical prophecy. That is what we've been telling you was going to happen since 1969. Oh, you better think about what else we said was going to happen. Because all of it is here. It's now. The Bible says that that red horse, that red, the, 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 the rider who's on or or the chariot behind the red horse man listen that red horseman brother is taking peace from the earth and he's been given a sword and he is going to do his bidding and if you're not in the truth you're going to just feel the uncontrollable urge to hurt someone see y'all this is what I'm saying and we're just talking about the prophecies and the prophecies that I grew up on now look at the prophecies of some of y'all growing up on. They said in Revelation 6 and 4, no peace. I told you, and, and, and scripture said, it's always a season. Now, we already see the season. You already heard the script, no peace. So, now we got to start governing ourselves so we won't put ourselves in a bad situation. See, if we already know that the non-peace horse is out there in the, in the spirit realm, we see that, we hear that, we feel that, then we got to start governing ourselves in a way that we won't have those things knocking on our front door y'all the people you dealing with the spirit and the rim that's around you you gotta be vigilant and diligent to do those 613 law statutes of commandment man these brothers out here giving y'all a compass. These brothers out here giving y'all a road map. These brothers out here giving you a reason. These brothers out here giving you a purpose. Some of y'all is fumbling. Some of y'all ain't knocking down shots. 
And some of y'all just striking out. And some of y'all just broke. So, I ask y'all, I plead with y'all. Start doing the commandments, man. Start doing the commandments. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police can kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got a ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth, try to act defended, shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even wanna teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this, but the peace to Marcus. Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. And see, fam, we always, but uh, this is for the young folks. This for your younger. Hey, I'm, 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 hey. I'm Uncle Faze with y'all. Uncle Faze, little Uncle Faze gonna get y'all some, get y'all some meat on the bone, young people. Because I know y'all haven't been introduced to the game, man. The game of the world is crafty counseling. Slick words trying to, trying to be crafty. Trying to act like you trying to prove a point. See, this is the reason why non-pigmentation man don't have no empathy. This is the reason why a non-pigmentation woman don't have no sympathy. See, we, we always don't want to see the big picture because they already drew the picture, but you don't want to see the big picture. And I'm going to show you why and how crafty counseling they try not to let you see the big picture for them. Let's analyze. I can't believe exactly what I'm hearing. We went to war in World War II to fight for the freedom of speech. We didn't fight for a freedom of speech of hatred. Many of our members, I'm a national commander of Jewish war veterans, and over 50,000 of our men died They're fighting for your right to free speech here now. I don't understand why you come out with such hatred. Phil, excuse me. Phil, Mr. Muhammad. Sir. 
You make me sick to my stomach with that. Because at the same time that you were fighting, you were not fighting for the freedom and independence of black people. Soldiers, black soldiers in segregated companies lost their lives on foreign soil there, but would have to come back and fight just to get a bite to eat and not have to go to the toilet on the side of the road somewhere in the bushes. So you're nothing but hypocrites and you won't pull that small time stuff over on me. We must look at the fact that we don't teach hatred. Everywhere we go as black people, we face hatred. Look at it. Look at it. Angel food cake, white people say, is white. Devil's food cake, you say, is black. You wear white to weddings and black to funerals. Black ball, black male. You give us a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, pale-skinned, buttermilk complexion Jesus in contradiction to the black Jesus with leppy hair in the Bible. Babies, according to behavioral, sci behavioral scientists, our baby girls, when confronted when choosing, with choosing between a black doll and a white doll, there's been so much damage done, they choose the white doll and say the black doll is ugly. So racism is everywhere and it's institutionalized. We cannot really be racist because racism is prejudice plus Power. Nothing I say up here nor anywhere in the world will impact stop fronting, will impact on any white folks in this audience on your job, in politics, in economics, in housing, in the society. We don't have the power to do that, so we cannot be racist. You know what I'm saying? See, that's why a lot of these people, just like I be in these schools, says, you racist, you racist. Yo, you don't even know what the word means. Be quiet. And, and so much, and, 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 and it makes I, I, it makes me sick in my stomach sometimes when I hear foreign people come to America talking about racist, racist, racist. The black man in America never be racist, but he gonna be racist one day. We trying to be racist to love our people, to love ourselves, because. Willie Lynch, young folk, you already heard the example when I told you about the Willie Lynch letter. Hate yourself, hate your brother. You know what I'm saying? So when they did that doll experiment, the little black girl, and she picked a white doll over the black doll that looked like her, what that say, young fellas? Do she love her? Do she like what she looking at? Or she like what somebody else look like? This the program that they put in our minds, young fellas. These the narratives that is stored in our heart. These the things that they did. And this one, no, yesterday, two months. These, they've been doing this for centuries. Crafty counseling, crafty counseling, crafty counseling, crafty counseling. And then they're trying to use those smooth words. Did you hear the empathy, sympathy? And then when he was speaking about that, 
when the Caucasian man booed him. Hmm, I seen it in my own eyes, so I ain't got to lie. The Bible showing you, and the Bible said they had a perpetual hate against us. Y'all can get in y'all feelings. Y'all can. What did the scripture say? You taking out of context. No, what did the scripture say? Exodus. Exodus 21 and 16. And he that stilleth a man and selleth him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. See, that's what the scripture says. That's a part of the commandments. That's a part of the moral law. Oh, the law done away with. Or the law done away with. Oh, so the moral law done away with. So the one of the moral law says, And he that stilleth a man and self him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. And another law is, moral law is, and he that curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. That's why half of y'all don't get no good law. And y'all sitting up here with these, oh, Jesus died and all the laws are done away with. So that's done away with. So you can talk to your mother and disrespect your mother and beat the hell out your mother and, and, and it's all good. And when you look at these laws, you will understand Exodus 21 and 24. Exodus 21 and 24. That's what y'all don't realize. Eye for eye. Two for two, hand for hand, foot for foot. Exodus 21 and 24. See, oh, Jesus, yes, yeah. See, when you go with these, law, these laws and these jokers who really know these laws, say eye for eye. So they, if you do something to somebody, you going to get it back right then. Eye for eye. You take somebody out, your eye go out. You knock somebody tooth out, your tooth go out. You chop somebody's hand off, your hand go off. You chop somebody's feet off, your feet go off. You take somebody's life, your life be gone. See? Too easy in this law. So in order to manipulate the world and manipulate us, the law got to be done with. 
And when you don't have law, you don't have order. And these are the moral laws. And when you look at these moral laws, you'll see how reasonable it is. You'll see that, hey, why would the Most High do away with these? These people don't know the book. These people don't want you to know the book. And you too stubborn to listen, to get to understand the book so you can go look at this book in another lens. Take off them old glasses and put these new glasses in them so you can see clearly in righteousness. I don't understand, fam. I don't understand. Greetings, citizens of the world. We are Anonymous Global, and we have a message for Benjamin Netanyahu and the Israeli government. Our vigilant eyes have been watching the atrocities committed against Palestinians in Gaza under your leadership. The ongoing bombardment has resulted in unimaginable devastation, with thousands of innocent lives lost, including over 4,000 children and many more injured and displaced. As an international community, we are outraged by these actions. We call upon you, Benjamin Netanyahu, and your government to cease these senseless attacks on Gaza immediately. To the people of Israel, we urge you to demand accountability from your leaders and to speak out against this senseless bloodshed. Your voices have the power to bring about positive change and save countless lives. Do not sit idly by as your government commits atrocities in your name. Rise up and join us in our call for justice and peace. Finally, to the Palestinian people, know that you are not alone in this struggle. Anonymous stands with you, and together we will fight against the tyranny and oppression that you face daily. Stay strong and resilient. The world is watching, and your cries for freedom will be heard. Greetings. Peace and officer Kagan Moff in the IGBK. We're going to break down why God, the Bible, called these oppressors that's above me and her nation of people, the devil that the Bible speaks of. And if that sounds harsh, the definition of the word devil just simply means deceiver, which means greatest liar on the face of the earth. And we're going to show you how this nation of people, once again, the lady that's above me named Janet Yellen and her nation are the devil, are the liars, are the deceiver. Now, for people that don't know who this lady is, we're going to break it down nice and simple. For the people that don't know what's going on with politicians and politics because it's to keep us oppressed now the lady above me her name is janet yellen she's in charge of the secretary of state your federal funds she can tell our people if the money is going to run out to support social security anything that has to do with the economy anything that has to do with supporting wars like russia and ukraine she can send our tax dollar to support them she's the head leader and ring in charge of the secretary of state now, October the 18th, this was two years ago, Janet Yellen warned the U.S. that we will most likely run out of money. And this is what she put for everybody to see, that everybody fell asleep and forgot that she said. Now, let's fast forward back to June 1st of this year. Now, she said it again for everybody can see. This is why God, the Bible, tells us to never trust our enemies, which is this lady and her nation that's above me. Never trust our enemies because they are the devil, the liars. She said in June 1st, we could run out of money once again. Now, check this out. 
whenever America said they're gonna run out of money, what nation of people you think that's gonna affect the most? It's not gonna affect her nation. It's gonna affect God's chosen people the most, so-called blacks, Hispanics, and they American Indian. Now check this out. We already know that America had a couple of government shutdowns during the process. And we finna have another one if these oppressors don't come to a conclusion or agreement to pass a bill to keep their government open. Because this government does not benefit our people, God-chosen people, so-called blacks and Hispanics and their American Indians. Now with that being said, we finna show you a video of what this lady said and how she went back on her word and showing you how she's been lying this entire time. America will never run out of money because they've been stealing from the poor, which our God chose. I started by asking her whether there are any conditions attached to America's support for Israel, given the unfolding humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Her answer to that was very clear. She said, quote, America stands behind Israel, period. I also asked her whether America could afford to support two foreign wars at the same time, and a similarly clear answer to that, absolutely. And this was why she said absolutely. American economy is doing extremely well. Um, inflation has been high and it's been a concern to households. It's come down considerably. At the same time, we have about the strongest labor market we've seen in 50 years with 3.8% unemployment. We've seen a burgeoning of investment especially in manufacturing um, an industrial renaissance in the United States. Just off hospital property, dumped the elderly woman out of the wheelchair on the sidewalk and left. Minutes later, we shot video of her, still in a soiled hospital gown and slippers, breathing hard under a blanket placed over her in 36-degree weather, her stuff in a bag next to her. The employee claimed she sees this a lot. So I started watching, and on December 16th at 7 p.m., 35 degrees outside, I record three security guards surrounding an elderly woman with a walker, slowly escorting her out of the emergency room. She can't move fast. It takes several minutes to make it all the way to the same corner of Hancock and Ali. After they have her across the street, off the hospital property, the security guards turn around and go back. When they clear, I catch up to her, and she says she can't breathe. They told me that I couldn't stay on the premises. Were you in there as a patient? Well, I needed to be a patient because I'm, I'm, I'm sick. What's, what's wrong with you? I've got COPD. I've got diabetes. So they wouldn't even treat you? The doctor talked to me for one minute. And they told you what? That I had to leave. What reason did he give you? Uh, he didn't give me a reason. She tells me she's homeless. Go I've got to go. I'm in pain. I was in a car crash and it completely shattered my hip and pelvis. Right here, I got like 30 something screws. Matthew Haber and his mother claim a similar story. They met us in front of Wayside Mission in the spot where they say he was dumped in October. Anywhere. And I said, well, we can't find a rehab right now. Linda Haber said when Norton Hospital told her they had a room lined up for Matthew at Wayside, she checked it out. I called Wayside Christian Mission and just to confirm and they said no they said we we can't do that we can't you know they have beds and they help them find jobs and stuff but we don't take 
medically needy people. We don't do that. And then she says she had a conference call with the hospital staff. The social worker said, we're going to take him to a, a shelter. And I said, which one? And they said, uh, Wayside Christian Mission. And I, I said, well, I know that's not true because I called them and they don't take him. And then the lady said, uh, the social worker said, well, that's history. Let's think of something else. Hopper says the next day her son was unloaded from a transport vehicle on the curb in the rain on Jackson Street in front of Wayside. I thought, they've dumped my, my garbage I have to put out to the curb. That's how I, they dumped my son like garbage. Linda Hopper said she was in no shape to care for him at home, and she died after this interview. <laughs> There are also people no, that your government has killed. You accept that, right? You've killed children, or do you deny no, that? No, I do not. I do not. I do not. First of all, you don't know how those people died, those children. Oh, wow. First of all, we don't want to see a we single do. child <laughs> killed. But why should we believe Correct. what your government says either? Your military spokesman on Monday pointed to an Arabic document in the basement of a Gaza hospital and claimed it was a guardian list on which every terrorist writes his name. But that was false. It was just a calendar. But this operation is not one that we wanted, obviously. This, this war was forced upon Israel in the terrible attack of October 7th, and, and we are fighting back, and we will destroy Hamas. We'll dismantle their military machine, and we'll take apart their political control of Gaza. That's good for Israel for obvious reasons. We don't have to live in fear of terrorists crossing the border and killing our people and butchering our children in the middle of the night, but it's ultimately also good, and I hope you agree with me, it'll be good for the people of Gaza who deserve better than this terrible authoritarian well, extreme Hamas regime. The people of Gaza are still alive. As I say, more than 11,000 people dead, reported dead, 4,000 children. I just want to pull up on screen. Hamas. Hamas's numbers. You say Hamas's numbers. I should point out. Just pull up on the screen. In the last two major Gaza conflicts, 2009 and 2014, the Israeli military's death dolls matched Hamas's health ministry death toll. So, and the UN human rights groups all agree that those numbers are credible. But look, your wider point is true. Can I challenge that? Will you allow me to challenge that, please? Can I just briefly, challenge that? Can, I'd briefly. like to challenge that. I'll try to be as brief as you are, sir. Uh, th those numbers are provided by Hamas. There's no independent verification. And secondly, more importantly, you have no idea how many of them are Hamas uh, terrorists, combatants, and how many are civilians. Hamas would have you believe that they're all civilians, that they're all children. And here we have to say something that isn't said enough. Hamas, until now, we're, we're destroying their military machine, and with that, we're eroding their control. But up until now, they've been in control of the Gaza Strip. And as a result, they control all the images coming out of Gaza. Have you seen one picture of a single dead Hamas terrorist in the fighting in Gaza? Not one. Is that yeah, by accident have, or is that because Hamas Mark, can control, Hamas can Mark, control the information? You, know, you asked me a question and you Gaza. said you would be brief. I, have, I haven't, you're right, but I have seen lots of children with my own lying eyes being pulled from the rubble. Ah, because so they're the pictures Hamas wants you to see. Exactly and also my because point, they're lady. dead. They're Mark. the pictures also, Hamas wants But there are also people no, that your government has that, killed. You accept that, right? You've killed children or do you deny no, that? No, I do not. I do not. I do not. First of all, you don't know how those people died, those children. Oh, wow. First of all, we don't want to see a we single do. child <laughs> killed. Okay, here's a, here's my question to you, Mark. You say, I agree with you. Here, I agree with you. We shouldn't blindly believe anything Hamas says. But why should we believe Correct. what your government says either? Your military spokesman on Monday pointed to an Arabic document in the basement of a Gaza hospital and claimed it was a guardian list on which every terrorist writes his name. But that was false. It was just a calendar with the days of the week on it. Your colleague in the Prime Minister's office, Ofir Gendelman, posted behind-the-scenes footage from a Lebanese short film and claimed it was Palestinians in Gaza faking their own injuries. That tweet is still up a week later. That is endless disinformation from your government, is it not? I disagree, and I think on the important issues, look, I'll give you an example, Mehdi. 
No, 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 answer your question. Allow me to answer your question. See, see, um, fam, young fellas, keep on with this crafty council. You hearing the crafty council how they doing? You got to understand why the Most High call them the, the deceivers. You know what I'm saying? And this is how they use these words and use these malices things to to try to try to make the things taste sweet like Kool-Aid, sugar sweet Kool-Aid, syrups Kool-Aid. They try to put just like a, a house party, y'all. Y'all remember a house party where the little boy put all that dang old sugar in that Kool-Aid. That's how you try to do. That's what they words are like. So, young fella, y'all got to understand these crafty counts because y'all going to have to deal with it. I'm answering your question directly, if you'll allow me. Uh, we originally said in the atrocious uh, uh, Hamas attack on our people on October 7th, we had the number at 1,400 casualties. And now we've revised that down to 1,200 because we understood that we had overestimated, we, we made a mistake. There were actually bodies that were so badly burnt, we thought they were ours. In the end, apparently, they were uh, Hamas terrorists. What we're, what we're, uh, when with we make a mistake, we admit it. Short on time. Why does that then? give you permission? Why does that give you permission to accept Hamas's numbers? I don't understand. I, I, I didn't ask about Hamas's numbers. I said to you that your military... No, but you were, you were quoting to me before Hamas numbers, Mehdi. You were quoting entire, to me Hamas's numbers. The, because the entire UN and the human rights community and the American intelligence community on Friday said they trust those numbers. But you're dodging my question, Mark. I'm not why sure that's you, true. Why I'm did not your sure military spokesman on Monday point to a calendar in Arabic and say these are the names of terrorists on them? That's false. Can you accept that here and now? I, 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 I'm not aware of the, uh, the, the incident. Let's put up the so image. We have the image. You have I, no I can't read Arabic. It doesn't help me. I have well, no comment. You, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with the Does your spokesman but, uh, you, Hang on, I have a question, Maddie. You're a journalist. Have you made a professional mistake ever? Not intentionally, no, but have you made a professional I'm, mistake? I'm, exactly, and I own up to have it. So you can made you ever, so can, can not, so can you own up to so, the mistake? So if I made, I've made mistakes, you've made mistakes, but there's a difference between making an honest mistake and between Hamas that deliberately exaggerates numbers Understood. to suit its propaganda purposes. There's a huge Understood. difference. So it sounds like... It's like it's, so it sounds, so hold, on, hold on, you said propaganda. Can we just deal with your colleague Ophir Gendelman's tweet? It's still up seven days later. Why has it not come down? It's a Lebanese short film. We can put it on screen. It's not Palestinians faking their own injuries. Can we own up to that mistake and take that down? Is that not propaganda? I, uh, uh, once again, I understand that that was also a mistake. And, so why is it still uh, up? Seven I'll days speak later. to Offer about it if you like. I'll speak to Offer about it if you like. He's Great. a friend of mine okay. and a colleague. I quite like him. He's a good man. Ralliers supporting Palestine took to the streets Friday, waving flags and chanting, continuing their calls for a ceasefire as the war between Israel and Hamas intensifies. It's not like Israel is, is defending themselves, it's attacking, it's completely attacking, you know, a, a, a population that they don't have a place to go. Demonstrators started at the New York Public Library, making their voices heard before making their way through the streets of Manhattan and briefly stopping at several businesses that they say have in some way supported Israel. Meanwhile, over at Central Synagogue in Midtown, Mayor Eric Adams giving remarks and continuing to stand in solidarity with Israel. We will push past the evil, the barbaric actions of Hamas and bring home the hostages. See, now, fam, this is one of the handkerchief Negroes that are out here trying to feel important, trying to sound important, and trying to be important. You know, 
Israel don't even, don't even like black people. These people put our forefathers people in captivity. They did all this heinous stuff. Now, in order to get their, their pocket line up, because there's a lot of black senators, black senators getting their line, their pocket lined up from Israel and go out here and be spokesmen of lies. Where's the morals and the value in those guys? Where's the empathy in those guys? It ain't. Because this is the mindset of handkerchief Negroes when they hang around people. They just Negroes. Handkerchief Negroes that's in a position just to keep the noise down. Keep the rumble down. And he trying to walk like he important. Trying to act like he co-signed for the wicked. So if you co-sign from the wicked, then you must be and do everything possible to ensure that never again is not a bumper sticker or a slogan. It's a way of life. Protesters on both sides of the conflict have been rallying since the war broke out more than a month ago, causing tension here at home. CNN is now reporting that the U.S. Department of Education launched an investigation into several schools, including Columbia, Cooper Union, and Cornell, after receiving complaints about alleged incidents of Islamophobia and anti-Semitism. And just this morning, these words were spray-painted on the Park Slope office of Congressman Dan Goldman, a Jewish elected official. They say, free Palestine and let Gaza live. A spokesperson for his office responding in a statement saying, harassing, intimidating, and outright attacking the staff of a Jewish elected official at a time of rising violence and rampant anti-Semitism is dangerous and unacceptable. reached out to those schools that are being investigated by the federal government for Islamophobia and anti-Semitism. At this hour, we are still waiting to hear back. See, fam. Revelation 6 and 4. No peace, y'all. No peace. I already told you. Ecclesiastic Three, three and one say to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens Ecclesiastic three and three a, a time to kill and a time to heal so we at Ecclesiastic 3 now a time to kill if Revelation 6 and 4 says no peace so we at the time of Ecclesiastic 3 and 3 because we must kill to heal and rebuild. So if the Bible says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose 
under the heavens. You should know that there's things in the air that you need to be smelling, man. If you can't see all these wars, you can't see all these innocent people dying. You can't see all these heinous acts. To everything, there's a season. Kunye West, America gonna be destroyed. No doomsday threats. It's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from Gog and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction. Should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance. Hear the bravery in my voice? You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece. 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese. When I hear the words, make America great again. All it means is make blacks and Latinos slaves again. You said Bush don't care about black people. When it comes to cooning, you're a Barkley and Shaq's equal. You was the realest spitter ripping the beat up. Now you in a sunken place, phone clicking the teacup. Yeah, learning you're a slave. Mom turning in her grave. Lyrical sermon on the page, just burning off the America mage. was great when they stole the land from the natives. It was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships. It was great when they prospered our free labor. It was great when burning our bodies was sweet savor. It was great when they could rape our women at will. It was great when they did our children like Emmett Till. It was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses. It was great when they killed all our modern day Moses. Could you cherish a place where we perished in hate? Then wear a hat that says you want to make America great. Your character's fake. Saying Trump represents freedom. He's eat him. He told cops when you stop, blacks mistreat him. Everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought. Your mom's casket dropped. Evil cerebral and rapid thoughts. The aftershock. You started tweaking off acid drops. High as an astronaut. I bet this shit happened to Travis Scott. Watch the throne. You really sold yourself a dream. It seems the people higher self got the lowest self-esteem. You're made back on the road to hell. You should be wearing that hat that says your soul is for sale. Yeah, look at all this backlash hate. First you backstab hold, then you backstab Drake. MK Ultra I stuck in your mouth wide. This ain't the same kumbaya from the south side. America was great when cotton picking with bloody fingers. It was great when we called Mexicans beaners. It was great when we didn't have a voice to speak. It was great when they fed us scraps, no choice to eat. It was great when they fed our babies to gators. It was great when they beat us before the taser. It was great in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. It was great when the media didn't cover our stories. Yeah, Deacon, AKA Five Lords, Sakari. All praise you, how about Shimmy? I was shy. Hey, Kanye, man, get out. You out of pocket, homie. All the Jews, all the gems, all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history, all the social injustice that you spoke out about. And now this, 
this ain't the land of our rest. All right? We under curses, we Israelites. They're not for us, man.